This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Right now, though, we're going to shift gears a little bit and take a look at a more local story. And this has to do with something called birth tourism. And according to the latest statistics available, nearly 5,000 babies were born to non-residents in Canada in 2018-2019. And newborns are automatically granted Canadian citizenship. Again, that's where the term birth tourism comes from. Richmond Mayor Malcolm Brody is joining me on the line now because he's asking for the federal government to change some immigration laws. Uh, Mayor Brody, thank you so much for being with us. Yeah, good morning, Joe. Good morning. What are your concerns with uh, this so-called birth tourism? Well, when someone comes to Canada uh, from a foreign country and they fall sick or they need medical attention, I don't think many people would want to deny them that. And then similarly, if, if Canadians go abroad, we would hope that they would get that same kind of attention. But what we're talking about here is where uh, a mother or a, a family elsewhere, where the uh, mother is pregnant, uh, decides on a strategy to come to Canada, and it is for the sole purpose of giving birth to the child in Canada so that the child can have, have uh, Canadian citizenship. And that, of course, will augur well for the child in the future. It may give uh, flexibility of job opportunities or educational opportunities or reduce costs in, in terms of training. Uh, there's all kinds of benefits that it could accrue. And it's really avoiding our, to- our whole immigration system. And this has been happening for years. So, so what do you think? Is there a chance now that to, you could actually lead to some change in the law? Well, we've been talking about it for a long time, and our local members of Parliament have uh, presented petitions uh, in the past to Parliament. Uh, we've talked about it. We've talked to various government officials. The province has been active on the file as well. Uh, we're hoping that with continued pressure on the federal government uh, that changes will be made. And, and <clears throat> looking at the other side of the, the question, uh, I, I haven't heard anybody really defending the current system. Uh, it seems to be uh, people are taking advantage of it. And so why aren't we making the changes? It would just take a change to the immigration rules and uh, it's done. What about families that maybe have moved to BC or other parts of Canada, are working in Canada, plan on staying, but aren't actually Canadian citizens, but do plan on becoming citizens? And what if they have babies? Yeah, that's the whole question of the permanent residence. And and in in the case you talk about, you've got definite ties between that family and Canada. And so that is a situation where we don't want to make changes that, that would make it more difficult for them. Uh, there are definite ties. I just stress what we're talking about here is someone with probably very little connection to Canada who decides to come here for a couple months so that, they can, uh, so that the uh, female can give birth to a child and that child will have protected status, special status uh, going into the future.
And we talk about uh, people coming here and spending time here because it seems like that might be the one area where Richmond would have jurisdiction. We're talking about uh, short-term rentals, but is the issue then that people are staying for a long enough time that that also is is not breaking any kind of law? Yeah, we we have laws which or bylaws which we brought in in the context of the Airbnb situation which makes for some real regulations surrounding uh, short-term rentals. But short-term rentals are less than 30 days. When you get over 30 days on a rental, you're into provincial jurisdiction, and and so the city itself really can do very little. We can check for a business license, but there's not a lot more that we can do. So we think that the root of the problem is in the immigration system, the immigration system needs to be adjusted so that we can uh, take care of this situation and not have the birth tourism that we've been seeing in the past. And is it, uh, as the mayor of Richmond, are, are you concerned about uh, then in the future this child, the baby that's born in Canada, could come back to Canada, could could claim Canadian citizenship? I mean, that opens the door probably to other family members as well. Uh, there's no guarantee at that point that person's going to come back to Richmond. So are you concerned about that part uh, of the abuse of the system or more on the stress it puts on Richmond hospitals and on Richmond when it's happening, when the birth is happening? Uh our initial concern uh, in terms of Richmond is the stress that it puts on our medical system. We need a new hospital tower here in the city of Richmond. Uh, part of the problem is the birth tourism that, that's causing the stress, although there are lots of other factors, reasons for needing a new hospital. So the initial challenge for us are the facilities. And then uh, going into the future it's not so much of a Richmond problem, uh, but and, you know it could affect Richmond, but it, it could affect any area, any city in Canada uh, when the child decides to come back in the future for educational opportunities, wouldn't have to uh, be registered as a foreign student. Uh, there, there could be opportunities that would accrue to that child uh, that wouldn't otherwise be open. And as you say, it could then go to the family, the, 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 the child, under the auspices of the child, uh, you could have the entire family immigrating. Uh, and maybe that's a good thing, and maybe it's not. But the fact is that there's no checks and balances on the system to make sure that the, the people we want coming to Canada are coming. It's just someone who decides temporarily to stay in our city or some city in Canada, get uh, uh, citizenship for that child and then the you know the rest will follow from that right but it's not as though even if you're born in canada you can't just bring your whole family over without going through the immigration system you still have to apply and go through the system Uh, what what would you like the law then to look like what do you think a good federal immigration law would look like to to be fair um well I, I can't give all the uh, kind of options that could be possible. It just seems to me that, uh, first of all, the, the situation of the permanent resident needs to be examined, so you would be providing service to the permanent residents. But uh, in the context of what we're talking about, the birth tourism, uh, don't give that child citizenship unless one of the parents is a citizen of the country. Uh, I think that that would be a very simple 
change to enact. Uh, and I think that it would go a whole long way to eradicating this problem. And you would have to be, so would you, you would have to be a Canadian citizen, not a permanent resident or a landed immigrant at that point? Well, again, I think there needs to be some special rules around the permanent residents, the, the landed immigrants. So I'm, I'm just talking about the, the people with absolutely no connection to the country. Uh, unless one of the parents is a Canadian citizen, that child doesn't get the automatic citizenship. All right. Well, we will wait and see what response you get from the federal government. Malcolm Brody, thank you so much for your time today. Appreciate it. Anytime, Jill.